Straight Talk Uncut. Hey everybody, what's up? It's Tellers here, back with another edition of Straight Talk Uncut. And this episode is being recorded on April 25th, 2016. And the quote for this episode goes like this. Success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it. Again, success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it. And that's by Maya Angelou. And of course, this is, you know, this is only one definition of success. This is her definition of success. And I like that definition, you know, among a a ton of other different definitions that I've, you know, over the years sort of defined as what, you know, what success. And speaking from that standpoint, liking yourself, does that mean, um, does that mean like, you know, you can't improve? Does that mean you can't change? Does that, does that mean that there's, there's, uh, there's not something that you should always be working on as far as your personal self, yourself, like your being, not, not your business, not like, um, you know, anything to to do with your finances, meaning yourself, your physical being, your emotional being. Um, so, so, so it's not meaning that, you, you know, you, you can't improve. It just means like, you, you like yourself, you know, there, there's a lot of people who, um, who for some reason, they, they just, they just don't like themselves. And, uh, and I've, I've, I've seen people like this. I've seen people that treat other people better than they treat themselves. And you, you have to, we've all seen those people. They're in our family. They're our friends. They, you know, our coworkers. And then liking what you do, liking, that could, that could be, Liking what you do as a job, liking what you do as a hobby, liking what you do in your spare time. Finding something that you do that you like is is what I what the way I um you know is what I what I'm talking about in this liking what you do. Like finding even if you have a job you don't like, you you have to and I've, I've talked about this before, you have to balance it out with something. You have to find some meaning in something that you do, even if you're not making any money from it, you have to find um, so, in in some aspect of of your daily life that something that you do, you other than the the stuff you have to do. I'm not talking about the stuff you have to do, like you know, if you're a father, you have to take care of the kids. If you're a husband, you have to you have to you know treat your wife right if you're you know you know you know what I mean that's the stuff that you 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 have to do I'm not talking about this stuff I'm talking about the stuff that is voluntary the stuff that you opt to do um in addition to you know like a job and and you may say well you have to work yeah but you have options you have choices as far as a job so even if you have a job that you have to do because it it pays enough to sustain your life and you don't you know you don't want to change job you 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 are content with it even though you hate it 
you have to find something outside of that a hobby or something in order to balance it or otherwise you just you know these are the people that go crazy the, the people that don't have something that they do that they like and liking how you do it that, I think that comes that comes with um, always learning or, or always trying to master what it is you do again whatever, whatever it is always trying to be better at it that's 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 the i mean there there are things that i do i i I like how i do them but i'm always trying to improve i mean especially with technology with with uh in in the creative field with photoshop with lightroom with with even just basic applications um even camera gear even even if it's even if you keep the same my K3, I'm still learning things from it. I'm still learning, you know, little things that I didn't know before because you know I try to try different different settings or try to do things differently every once in a while when I get a chance. And I'm always learning something different, learning how um, how an image is going to come out with certain settings. There, there's so many automated settings with you know with these new cameras and stuff and some of them like like for for instance on the k3 it has this uh automatic um noise reduction for different settings for say i want to shoot at a, a highest iso it has an automatic noise reduction for highest high iso but it also has one for um uh, long shut long shutter speed and my i'm always thinking like well there always has to be a downside you know what I mean? Like even for like um, um, shake reduction, I'm like, well, why wouldn't you always want shake reduction on? There has to be a downside to always having it on, and it is. There is. You there's a hit on image quality because I did tests just just for that fact. I'm like, why would I ever want to take that off? Um, and you know, K3's uh, shake reduction is built in the camera, so I can use plenty different lenses and always have shake shake reduction. But you know, my initial my initial thought was, why why would I want to take that off? I that's something I would always want on. You know what I mean? Like, even if you're shooting on a tripod, um, especially here in Colorado, is is always windy. Even if I'm shooting it on a tripod, you know, the the wind can blow and it can just make that much difference between a tech sharp image. And uh, uh, and not so tech shot, which I'm not. You know, I don't. I don't. I'm not one of those pixel people where it has to be tech tech sharp. I'm I'm way past that. I used to be like that, but I'm way past that. Um, but so I did some tests, and sure enough, when you put on a lot of these autom- automated settings, there is at least at least in my case, at least what I've when I what I've tested, there there are like. Um, the, the image is not as crisp. There's a smoothing, uh, uh, if that's a good word for it, there's a, like a smoothing of the image. And it's only slight, um, you know, it's, it's real slight, but depending on the image, depending on the color, you know, depending on what you're gonna do, it can it can make, make a huge difference. So liking how you do it means, to me, that means 
always wanted to master it. You know, it goes back to my uh, my my little motto: focus, create, master, evolve. Always be mastering, you know, yourself and what you do. So uh, so that's it. And uh, so what else is going on? Well, finally got the the Canon Pixma Pro 10 in, and I got to tell you, man, that's that's the best deal that I've. You know, I'm always looking for a deal, but I got that printer shipped under 300 bucks and it was brand new, brand new, unopened. The only thing was the uh, UPC barcode was cut out and they mentioned it. You know, he mentioned that when I when I um, bought it, that was in the description and I emailed them and asked questions. And sure enough, it, it, everything else was in there. The, um, you know, the print head, the, the all the ink cartridges, everything. So. Uh, you know, I mean, in that printer, I've, I, I work with it. I've only printed one image, but as far as setup goes, piece of cake. As far as um, doing the initial print, piece of cake. It came with a sample pack of uh, Canon's Luster photo paper. I printed one image. The image I printed was the one I, pit, I put on pick of the day. It was the, the uh, power plant in florida in tampa so I, I i did a because that had a i, I like that black and white tone that i that um that's in the image and and so i printed that one because I'm, I'm, i may i'm most likely be printing black and white and for so long when i when i would print black and white with with the epson printers that i have in in um Mind you, I, I haven't, I don't, I, I've never used one of the newer versions of the Epson printers that uh, has a better black and white, back, better black and white printing than the printers I, I use. Uh, but they always came out with a greenish cast. And even when I would send prints out to get printed, some of the black and white would have like a greenish or like a magenta cast to it and that could be totally on my part but let me tell you what I'm what I'm working with here so I have an AOC monitor and I have a, another Acer like that I use for just a second monitor but the the print that the the monitor that I use for like looking at images is the AOC monitor it's a cheap ass I bought it at Best Buy when my Samsung uh, sync master went out on me that was like a you know $500 monitor and that that monitor was awesome, um, but it went out, and I was like, I, I had a uh, I had a gig going on, and I had to get some get you know get produced and everything, and so I went that day when that monitor went out, I went to Best Buy, and got a hundred, got the cheapest monitor because my plans were to you know research another good monitor and then buy it online or something, but. I, you know, I just needed something to get back up and running, so I went about that. But it, I've, I've been using it this for I don't know for like probably a year now, maybe a year. I want to say a year, and uh, and it's been I've been getting by because I haven't been doing any printing. I've been sending out, um, you know, I've been outsourcing printing, and those companies been doing a good job. I've been getting stuff back that's been blowing my mind, especially with an uncalibrated monitor and a cheap monitor, right? So I printed right from this monitor, you know, out of Photoshop. Uh, I followed, uh, the setup I followed was Joe, 
man, I keep getting this guy's name wrong. Is it Gonzalez? Yeah, Joe Gonzalez. Or is it Joe? I don't know why I want to keep saying Joe Gutierrez. Because I, because I, I used to know a Jose Gutierrez. Maybe that, and we called him Joe. But I think it's Gonzalez. So Joe Two Man, big up to Joe Two Man on on YouTube. He, man, he has like all the latest printers. And he, you know, that's who I followed the setup because I didn't want to read through the stuff. So I just brought up his his walkthrough of setting up because he just recently got the printer too. I'm thinking like he just, he just got it this month also. And he did the same thing I did was uh, he found it. He found a used one on, on uh, eBay. And I think he actually got a better deal than I did, like 280 or something like that. But anyway, if you're in the market for a printer, go to eBay find one of these cheap Canon proteins before before they're gone. They're, I mean, some people are still trying to sell them for, you know, what you can just buy it brand new and use the rebate. But uh, anyway, so I followed his walkthrough step by step, download the drivers. I didn't even use any of the CDs. I downloaded the drivers right from Canon, followed, followed Joe's uh, walkthrough step by step to set it up. Printed out the, uh, did the the uh, nozzle check. I did the print head alignment, and then that, that you know, without doing anything else, I brought up that same print that I I posted for my pick of the day. I can't remember what day it was, um, and printed it out, and it came out. I mean, beautifully. So I was I was like, I I, I had the um, print up as close as I could to, to my eyes to try to see some sort of grain or some sort of banding or some sort of uh like uh like greenish or or magenta hue that i'm used to seeing in black and white man this thing was i mean it was beautiful even my wife looked at it she's like it's like almost like 3d like you can like it's a 3d image i was like yeah i was like it's it's awesome and hopefully these results stick and eventually I'm going to get a better monitor. Eventually I'm going to get a, a color monkey or something, you know, when I start submitting to contests. Um, because the only, the only thing that I saw, and I know this is totally a result from uh, the monitor. As a matter of fact, I was messing around with my monitor recently because I was tr helping my mother-in-law troubleshoot. She just got a, a computer and you know the resolution was was messed up and everything on her monitor was showing um you know like the icons were big and i knew exactly what it was she had the re resolution up too high and she just needed to change it so i was walking her through uh the resolution and then also walking her through changing the position um you know the display on on, on the actual monitor so i had messed with some of the settings on my monitor and then change them back. So my monitor was a lot brighter than what I normally have it at when I printed the image. But I'm pretty sure the image is the most accurate because it was a it was a a darker, moodier um, tone than what was on the monitor. But as far as the color, everything, it was on point. It was it was perfect, and I was just blown away. So. Um, my my plan is I you know because I don't want to go through the whole uh, problems that I used to have with the Epson of clogging head. So my my plan is to every like at least print once or twice a, a week. If you know, and I want to get like some some four by some four by six or five by five paper 
Um, and I do have some actually Red River Matt that I've had for years just sitting around. And I also have some Epson 4x6 sitting around. So I may just use those to, to you know, just to, to keep a continuous printing going on uh, until I get, um, well, in addition to, uh, I plan on getting a chip resetter and a, a, a bulk refill kit from either Precision Color or one of those. Actually, I think Precision Color because they have the best price. They have uh, the chip resetter and 10, 10 bot, uh, the whole refill kit of all all 10 colors, like 20 ounce for like 136 or something like that, which is a deal. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, so far this printer, and, and again, you know, I've only had it, I just got it uh, the weekend and um, printed one print, but you know, my experience with, with this printer, my experience with Epson, is is this? It doesn't even compare. This this, my experience with this Canon blows Epson out of the water, so far. And again, that's that's based on me not using uh, one of these new Epson, like the P line, the P four hundred, six hundred, or eight hundred, uh, or even like the thirty eight hundred or anything like that, or the thirty eight eighty. I haven't used any of any of those. Um, so, and, and I hear that that they are better than the previous line. So I got that going on and uh, I'm excited because I do have some contests that I plan on submitting to. And, and um, uh, I used to have one of those spiders, the color calibrators. And I, I don't know, for, I, di I didn't have like the, the pro or whatever the top line version was. I had like a, a, a medium one, but you know, for, I still, I still never got exact prints, you know, with that. I mean, I know there's a lot going on. There's a lot go that go into calibrating and stuff, and that's a that's a lot of reason why people stay away from printing images themselves. But you know, I, I'm not just using it for photos. I'm gonna I'm gonna be printing transparencies and all that stuff. Uh, you know, I was going through my. I'm, I'm going to have to rename my my Eps, my uh, Etsy store. Because you know, I was in, uh, initially I was just screen printing prints, but I'm going to be doing inkjets and, and screen printing. So I thought of a few names, um, but you know, that's something coming down the line. And um, so, but yeah, I'm happy with that purchase. Uh, yeah, the initial cost, the initial upfront cost is, is you know, <laughs> is out there because, you know, the, the printer is one price, then if you're going to be refilling your inks, that's one price. Then you got to get a backup set of cartridges. You know, that's another 140 bucks. Um, then, you know, the, the color, color calibrator, the color monkey or, or whatever you use is another hundred and some bucks. You know, unless you want to get whatever the top of the line one is. So yeah, it's the upfront cost is is high, but it, it's worth it. It's worth it in in the long run, to, I think, because even if you're going to be sending prints out, you know what I mean. That's still a gamble, you know, unless you just have a, a working relationship with with uh, with. If you just do so much business, you have a working relationship with one of these print houses, which I don't. So. Um, you know, so so that's that. But I, I got a good deal on the printer, so it's it's kind of 
it's kind of worth it. You know what I mean? Like what I pay, what I end up paying for everything when I'm done, it it, is what a new printer would cost. So, you know, I'm not mad at that. Um, See what else I got going on. So the, yeah, the pick of the day for today, uh, which is day 15 is from Disney world. And I'm, I'm not even sure where in Disney world, but, it was these stones that I've seen before. I think they're like a, what do you call it? Like a replica of some ancient stones or something like that somewhere. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure it, they are. And it's like the two half faces joined together. And if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I, I can't remember which which Disney World park that that was taken taken in. But I think that was. Uh, it had to be probably three years ago, and I shot that with a Canon PowerShot G10, which was an awesome camera. I ended up selling it, but that was an awesome little point-and-shoot camera. Um, that was the first camera that I purchased after I sold all of my. This this when I, you know, I, I got kind of like uh, fed up with photography. I was in real estate, and then. I just wanted to get a little point and shoot for um, for listings and stuff like that, but I still wanted something that I can be creative with that had all the manual settings and everything, and that was the Canon PowerShot G10. So I got that, and that shot was taken with, with that camera. I shot with that PowerShot G10 for about five years or so. That was the only camera that I had other than, you know, like my smartphone, which I really didn't, I, I really didn't use my smartphone for a lot of photography, up until I got this Note 5. I did, I, you know, I did like some some stuff on a whim, but the, the biggest thing that I used on my Note 2 was the burst mode. I used that for like, when my, my you know, kids would be doing stuff or my daughter would be playing soccer or something like that. Uh, but for the most part, I used that Canon, that PowerShot G10, uh, which is an awesome camera. And if I ever get a new, another digital point and shoot, you know, that's just strictly point of shoot, not like um, the new mirrorless. Well, actually, I guess it would depend on the price because the form, the form factor, it was it, it was a thick camera. <laughs> Even though I could fit it in my pocket, that PowerShot GT was a was a thick camera, but it created pretty good images. You know, for the most part, it, it created some decent images um, for you know for its time. And of course, now I think they have like the PowerShot. Uh, G12 and they have like some other other ones based off that G line like they have like a G something mark something you know so but I, I you know I like that camera um, so yeah so that's that's what that image was from that was from Disney World um, so yeah 15 days in of, of the pick of the day and uh, my, my workout plan now I'm, I'm, what I'm working on this week is core, pretty much a lot of core training and uh, working on the diet a lot, so, but uh, I, you know, I, I pretty much at the end of the week, I sort of plan my workout based on the previous, the previous uh, weeks. You know, like what was my weaknesses, and I know my based on last week, my core is my is I'm really weak in my core, so. I'm going to up that and do some sort of core workout with every routine, like one or two core workouts. Um, 
and and I get my workouts from from a few different people on on uh, YouTube and resources. Uh, so you know, I'm not I'm not inventing anything. If anything, I would tweak a workout if it's like too. You know, if if the workout is too have too you know too much impact on my knees, I I would tweak it. Do you know like just tweak it a little bit so I'm not you know bouncing around pounding on my knees. So which is which is one of the um, things I'm messing with now, trying to get my cardio just from walking on the treadmill and not relying so much on uh, like. You know these movements to where you have to you have to move like real repetitive up and down or uh, quick quick movements that tend to twerk your knee your knees a little bit. So so anyway, that's that. And again, <laughs> if you're interested in in these workout plans or or um, or anything else, you know my e- the email is tell us at straighttalkuncut.com. I try to check that. At least once every other day, just to you know, just to see if anybody got any comments or anything. Um, and, and the the podcast is on SoundCloud, iTunes, and of course at StraightTalkUncut.com. Any of those places you can you know you can listen to it from and leave comments and and whatever. But um, yeah, stay tuned for. Oh yeah, you know what? I didn't get to do. I didn't get to do the uh, camel walkthrough this weekend, man. Just, just, uh, you know, time caught up with me. Uh, did I did uh, spend a little more time with the family, watch the movies and stuff. Uh, end up getting to see two uh, two movies that I've been wanting to see for a while, and that was The Force of Awakening. Yeah, I know I'm late, and um, and finally got to see the Hunger Games thing. You know, the Hunger Games, the Mockingjay, the last part. And with with both of them, you know, it, I wasn't I wasn't really really blown away. I, you know, the Force Awakened. The the biggest part I like about it is the the chick, the the female Jedi. What's her name? Ray? Raya? Ray? Re? Ray? Yeah. I I like that aspect, but it was, it was just too similar. I mean, just too. Um, I don't know, man. It's like it's almost like when I saw Jurassic Park. It, it it's like when when you after you've seen all of the Jurassic Parks, after you've seen all of the Star Wars, you have a certain expectation. You know what I mean? To see something totally new, like like when the last or the the, the prequel Star Wars came out, they were pretty different. You know they were pretty. They they touched on some new stuff, some different stuff. Um, and uh, and another thing, the characters with with the Force Awakens. That that um I don't I don't even know his name, Han Solo's son. Dude, keep the mask on. Just just keep <laughs> just keep the mask. I don't get why they it kind of downplayed his ruthlessness <laughs> after seeing his. After after he took his mask off, I don't know why. It's weird. I don't know. It's almost the same thing when when uh, Anakin when Darth Vader showed his face in what was it Empire Strikes Back when he took the helmet off or was it Return of the Jedi? I can't remember. 
And it was like, what? That's that's the guy behind the mask? I mean, it's like, even though I don't know what, what I'm expecting, but I, I think that reveal was just, I don't know, I don't know, whatever. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of the Star Wars uh, saga. I'm going to always watch them. Um, but there was just some stuff with this one that was, I don't know, man. And then Carrie Fisher, I was just waiting for her to, it seemed like she was just going to have a heart attack at some some, some point. Um, I don't know, man. It's like when you, especially when you know her as how spunky and lively she was. And, and then now you see her. And Han Solo was pretty much the same. You know, I mean, Harrison Ford pretty much played his same role. Him and Chewie, they, they pretty much played the same role. But Carrie Fisher, I don't know, man. It, it was just kind of like hard to watch. Um, but I did like the part. I did like the end part when Luke showed his face. It was, it was like, yeah, this is how you expect Luke to be now. You know, he would be taking on the Obi-Wan role, you know what I mean? He will be taking on that sort of, you know, mysteriousness, um, kind of like, you can see all the, the, the wear and tear on his face. You can see all the, all the emotion. I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that he's that guy now. Um, but, now, yeah, you know, it, it was a good watch. You know, it was, it was again. That's why I waited to. Actually, that's not. That's not the whole reason I waited for it to get on Redbox. But I wasn't. You know, I wasn't like dying to see it in the theater. It's been a long time since I've been dying to see a movie in the theater. I, I can't. You know, I'm. I'm more. I, I want to see uh, Jungle Book in the theater more than. A lot of these last few movies that, that come out, that that's came out, um, you know, I saw, uh, um, that's, that's the next movie I want to see in the theater with my kids, Jungle Book. Uh, but that's it, man. That's, that's, that's pretty much uh, what's going on. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I know I got to get around to uh, doing that camera walkthrough just, just, you know, because it's just something I want to do. Really, that's 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 really it. I, I mean, I, I don't think anybody's dying to see a walkthrough of an old ass point and shoot camera, but it's just something I want to do. I've seen other people do it, and I think it's just it's just going to force me to get familiar with the camera, to shoot shoot with it, and get past it. Uh, yeah, so that you know, that's that's really you know the the only the real reason why I want to do it, and, and uh, you know, get back into like posting stuff on YouTube. I haven't posted anything on YouTube and. I can't remember. Last time I posted something on YouTube was like dealing with real estate. So let me see what else. What else went on this weekend? I think that's about it. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna leave it. I think I'm gonna leave it at that. So that's it for this episode of Straight Talk Uncut. Like I always say, I don't know a lot. What I do know, I talk straight straight about. This has been Straight Talk Uncut. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll talk to you next episode.